You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Ideally, we want to make sure that we uh, just continue to prove up the, the continuity of the of the beds, so basically building tonnage, so that eventually we can put together 43101. But I wouldn't be surprised because of the type of deposit it is that we're going to get attention from some of the bigger players, and I think that will result in in a you know a, a revaluation of the stock. Thank you for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's show, we're going to be getting an update from Norton Crown Metals. This is a silver and polymetallic explorer in Scandinavia, a very unique uh, jurisdiction and the only Scandinavian company that we cover on this show. Joining me is Pat Veras. He's the executive chairman. So Pat, welcome uh, back onto the show. You have two main projects. Uh, let's start with the Gumsberg project. Uh, what is the update? What have you been doing since we last spoke and what's going on and what should investors look forward to? Yeah, so Gumsberg, uh, of course, that was, uh, you know, we had a, a really good discovery uh, back in January and uh, it was for a Broken Hill type uh, discovery. And uh, I think I've spoken to you about why we think that is a really uh, important thing because Broken Hill type deposits are are not that common, but yet they represent some of the biggest, uh, a good number of them are world-class deposits. So we're pretty excited about working there. We, we as you know, we did the race um, back in the summer. And what we're doing now is uh, we've, we've had crews on the field. Uh, we have... It's a peculiar situation because uh, when we drilled the three holes there, they were done at the end of a program where we were drilling our silver properties at Ostrasilberg, which is in the same property, but a different prospect. But we thought, let's check this these out and uh, see what they look like. So we had some great drill holes, and um, which we've reported on before. And, uh, and we recognized that this was a Broken Hill type um, uh, prospect. But you know we hadn't really done a lot of the the field work, the surface work. So now we're going. We went back. We spent quite a bit of time. We've actually been there in the field for about a month now, and we've been doing all kinds of mapping, sampling, looking at the rest of the belt because we have a really prospective belt uh, for about twenty two kilometers on our property. So we need to know more about where other workings and pits and other mineralization that is in the database in the historical database and go and have a look at them do a bit of mapping but map around the 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 Fredrickson prospects so that uh we're going to be going there in the fall and and carrying out a drill a drill program and uh, of course the other thing that we are doing is we are bringing in a crew to do uh, drone magnetics so it's going to be a much more detailed airborne magnetic uh, survey, uh, line, the line spacing is going to be about 100 meters between lines. And the whole purpose of that is that because the deposits are hosted in in these iron beds, banded iron formations, you and, and the mineralization is more or less uh, stratigraphically or, or formed stratigraphically at the same time, you can follow these beds and likely be able to follow the mineralization better or find out because these are all folded as well as you know the, the the structure is complex so you need to be able to follow these things and the magnetics are going to help us with that so 
a lot of work to be done there. Um, you know, we'll put out news announcing when we get going on the on the geophysics, and of course, when the drilling will start. Um, we'll put out some news about that. Um, so yeah, very a lot of work to be done done there this summer. And is it fair to say the drilling will start within two months? Would that be an accurate assessment? Do you think right now? I, I would I would say so. Uh, some of our um, limitations uh, are probably more to do with logistics in Scandinavia. It's still, you know, uh, Sweden where where Fredrickson is, it's a little bit more open, so we don't think we'll find any issues. But uh, for example, in Norway, where we're working right now, we're actually drilling there. Um, you know, we have had some uh, delays, um, and and I'll talk more about that in a minute when we when we cover the 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 Beardford project. But we I think that it's reasonable to think that we'll be drilling there. I'm going to say end of September, beginning of October. And we should point out your market cap is about Canadian 15 million. And if you've truly discovered a broken hill type deposit, we could be talking in the hundreds of millions of valuation that's created if you're successful. I, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. You know, these things are a process, of course. And, uh, you know, I think we have one particular party, which is a, a, a mining company, a significant miner in, in Scandinavia who is... Is looking at our, our at our stuff. You know, they, they, we've signed a CA, and uh, they've already shown some interest. So I think once, and if because ideally we want to make sure that we uh, just continue to prove up the the continuity of the of the bed. So basically, building tonnage, so that eventually we can put together forty three one hundred one. But I wouldn't be surprised because of the type of deposit it is that we're going to get attention from some of the bigger players. And I think that will result in, in a, you know, a, a revaluation of the stock. And your Beerford project, could you walk us through this? What, what have you been doing and what should we look for? So the nice thing about Beerford is that, as you know, it's a, it's a joint venture with Boliden. Uh, we're operating the project and uh, they're basically going to be funding the project over the next four years to the tune of about 6 million U.S., and that'll give them the option to earn a 51% interest. So that project is a copper, gold, and, and we know it has a bit of cobalt as well. Uh, uh, prospect is an iron, what, what is called an iron oxide copper gold deposit. And um, so what we see there is we see a huge halo of alteration in this big anticline. It's a big uh, folded, uh, sedimentary structure and lots of magnetite breaches and fluids, lots of sodic fluids. Anyways, very geological, but um, it we have drilled. Uh, it, it historically has been mined, lots of pits and workings uh, with a lot of visible copper on surface. And uh, but those pits and workings are not very deep. Uh, some of the mines have been mined, at, you know, fifty meters. Uh, a depth, but this stuff was being mined in an artisanal way, maybe over a hundred years ago, and nobody has really done a lot of drilling or exploration. And in our drilling, we were able to 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 drill about fifty meters of about half a percent copper. In terms of copper projects, that doesn't seem you know that exciting. Like the grade is half a percent, but it is over a large width. So what what the hope there is because of the type of system it is that you find a large tonnage deposit, something that has 
you know, not a hundred million tons, but few hundred million tons, and that you can mine hopefully with an open pit, like in, in shallow mineralization. So Boliden is that you know they really like this project. It's the kind of thing they they have another mine called the Attic Mine, which is a cop- copper porphyry, and their grades are very similar to this. And so you know they they don't mind these these lower grade large tonnage bulk tonnage bulk mining situations so we've been working with them um we've had crews in the in the field for a couple of weeks now um we've brought on a, a drill rig we should probably see some news on on our us starting the, the the work on the drill rigs and drilling and of course we're going to be drilling for i don't know uh, at least we're going to drill at least 2500 meters maybe more um and uh, we did have a crew that started to do some airborne magnetics. Um, but in Norway, there are some restrictions in traveling. And even though, uh, you know, a, a, f- a few weeks ago, we could bring in the magnetic crew. Um, unfortunately, the numbers have been going up in other regions of, of, of Scandinavia. And this crew is coming from another country in Scandinavia. So they had to get out because of labor laws, you can't work any longer than so many days and take a break. And of course, in that period of time, the numbers went up and they restricted travel back (laughs) to Norway. So now we have a a survey that's been half done. So of course, those kinds of things do affect our programs because obviously we were going to be using that data to set up some of our drilling. So now we're going to have to maybe uh, go and look at our geology a little bit clo- more closely and the geochemistry that we have. And still we're going to drill, but of course it's not ideal because we're going to be not having this bit of information that we felt could really help us uh, define our drill targets. So um, still going to be very busy, still going to be having drill results. Uh, I'm going to say that we'll probably start getting results probably in about a month's time. And uh, so a lot of news to come in drilling in that property. And hopefully, hopefully we have some, you know, some luck in, in our targeting. And you mentioned, Pat, uh, the financing, we haven't spoken in a few months, but um, tell us who came into the stock, any names uh, that you can share. And you also did a share roll, rollback, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, the share rollback turned out to be a little bit difficult for us because uh, the exchange took an inordinate amount of time to actually execute all the different things that they need to do. Uh, and so we actually had raised the, the money and then we had to wait. Uh, and uh, But nevertheless, the, 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 the transaction closed and uh, we were able to, to roll back the stock um this the, the financing was led by a group out of uh, out of the Netherlands um the uh discovery a commodity discovery fund and uh which which I think was a nice feather in our cap uh because they're the kind of groups that recognize opportunities and good projects that are literally at the discovery stage and uh, that have the potential to discover some world-class deposits. And I think that they can see that opportunity at Fredrickson. And so they came in, and uh, so we're very happy to have them uh, as some of the the 
the shareholders. We had a number of other. The nice thing about this financing is that a good number of the people that participated in previous financings, including some of some some of the smaller funds, uh, a lot of them came in, and uh, so we're able to. As a result, we we we're basically a company that's now debt free, and we have. Um, the, the opportunity to, to continue to to bring the projects along and, and hopefully create the value. Excellent. And the host of this show was also an investor again in this financing. I invested last year and this year. And how long is this money going to take us? Can you speak to that, Pat, with the drill programs you've outlined? Uh, what's the burn rate and what is the treasury? Well, I think we're going to be able to get to probably the end of the year comfortably. Um, and uh, And to be honest, you know, this is a, a game where you continuously have to 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 raise money. I, w- I was hoping to raise a lot more, and uh, and and obviously, um, you know, we're always looking for investors, people that can see the value, that can see the opportunity, and that um, you know, if somebody was to come in today and say, "Hey, how do I get in?" Uh, then of course we would contemplate doing another financing. We're not, we're not with the idea of doing another financing immediately, and um, so the the focus will be on doing, you know, interviews with with groups like yourself, making sure that we're on social media, that the company begins to, you know, I think after September when everybody comes back from holiday, we're going to be able to see better markets, and uh, we want to make sure that we're we're relevant that that are in, that people know that we're busy we're working and that we're hopefully creating some value that we're going to have lots of results in the fall and an early winter and then perhaps can consider another another funding because to be honest I, I i'd like to be able to drill a lot more at Fredrickson because we have like a 22 kilometer uh, strike length there and um so I feel that our program is a bit modest right now, and I'd love to drill a lot more meters there. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, the website is nordencrownmetals.com, ticker symbols NOCR in Toronto, and on the OTC, it's N-O-C-R-D. Thank you, Pat, for coming on the show and providing this update. Thank you very much, Bill. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. 
the mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident. And just do your work as best you can. Do your very best. But don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.